Welcome to Escape This Podcast, a show that's a mix between tabletop role-playing and escape room puzzles. It's like Pathfinder, except the path you're on is covered in traps and locks and doors and you need to get out. As always, our puzzle master, Danny, will take us through a room of her own devising. And our guest today, aside from me, is Patrick. Patrick, how you going? Pleasure to be here. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> no worries. Now, I'm, I'm worried that Patrick and I will sound too similar. I'm gonna call, why am I calling you Patrick? I've uh, never called you Patrick. Yeah, my name's Tim. <laughs> <laughs> so Tim and I might sound too similar. If you're confused, just assume any of the good ideas were mine and any of the bad ideas were his. I think contextually the listener will be able to understand when a new person has started talking and when the first You would think stopped. so, but last week when it was Billy and Tess, I felt that I didn't refer to them by names enough, so even I got confused between <laughs> the two of them. The two of us. As always, we've got the room up in the show notes, which you can look at now or on, I, get, I don't know if we have a website, wherever it is. <laughs> if you want to take that and do it yourself before you listen, that's really keen. Whatever time you come up with, you can check against our time, and if you beat us... You've cheated if you don't beat us. Well, that's the natural way of things. In advance, if you do choose that path, I'm sorry. This room, I am very sorry. Oh, that's, that's that that's, doesn't bode well. Yeah, that's uh, worrying. Well, there you go, Danny. I think we should jump right in. Do you know? Or do you give us the rules? Give All us right. The so we've got our basics, like with a normal escape room. Don't break anything. That's never part of the solution. Also, in this one, it's unlikely, but try not to lose anything. I'm going to lose everything. I'm going to break everything. So go on. This is going to be distressing for me as well as you. There's going to be a lot of writing down. My playtesters had three separate pieces of paper that were almost all completely filled. And when you do certain actions, you will need to be quite specific. Always be specific. So when I say I'm sorry, the room itself, it's very reasonable. It's just the actual puzzles are a little bit more difficult than the ones from the previous rooms. I was on a bit of a reading difficult puzzles kick, so it skewed my perception of how easy or difficult things are. So not long ago, crime was rife in your city. Scammers roamed the streets during the day, gangs did the same at night. Regular citizens feared for their lives whenever they set foot outside their front doors. Then came heroes. I would love to use the word superheroes, but I'm pretty sure that's Marvel copyrighted. Hey, Sorry. Marvel. What? Hey, Marvel. They were mega heroes. Cool. Then came the mega heroes. This room, by the way, is known as the lair. Cool. Ooh. These mega heroes swooped in and did what any good hero should. They cleaned up this town. They took out the crooks. They made people feel safe again. Of course, with any instance of mega heroes, there comes a maniacal mega villain or two, but they only target the heroes themselves, so pff, they're not your concern. Of the big five heroes who frequent your city, none is more celebrated than one known as Force of Nature, a masked vigilante with power over earthly elements. Amazing though he or she has been, Force of Nature is not without his or her detractors, of course. In fact, your area's most prominent news outlet has recently offered a staggering seven-digit reward for the identity of this caped crime stopper. At first, you weren't that interested. You have better things to do with your time than chase violent eccentrics yeah, and dress up. I'm sorry, I have better things. There's not much more I'm afraid of than a dude who has control over the forces of nature. Damn it's like, straight. Oh, oh. Well, I'll get a million dollars. Let's go stab him. What is he going to, what, photosynthesize at us? We'll be all right. No, he can shoot tungsten out of his fingers. <laughs> no. Oh, God, it's all of the elements. Every element. <laughs> he just goes, oh, hey, man, you made a uranium. Done. Well, that case working around nature, <laughs> severely limiting himself. But look, as time passed, no one was collecting this reward. It seemed like no one could do it. And meanwhile, you guys are smart. You just started sort of picking up on things. Like, 
where they tended to show up, what direction they would fly in from, that sort of thing. Left. And, you know, as more weeks went by and still nobody seemed to notice these things, you just couldn't resist anymore. You're pretty sure you've worked out where Force of Nature's lair is. Look, it might not be their permanent residence, they seem to be an international hero, but definitely their base while in town. So with that money on your mind, one evening you travel to the inconspicuous building that you believe houses the lair. Oh, it's Incan. All right. So. <laughs> Incan and spicuous. So it's a ziggurat. He lives in a giant <laughs> golden ziggurat in it the says, middle of town. It says force of nature in huge letters yeah. on top. I don't know how nobody figured this out. Well, on this ziggurat, eventually you locate a hidden panel that reveals an elevator. You get in, it carries you down, deep down into the belly of the earth ziggurat. Good. Excellent. It slows to a stop, and you can't help yourselves. You give a loud celebratory exclamation. Woo! And as soon as your voices echo through it, the elevator stops, and a beeping begins. That's a small room. Are we stuck? Do we start in an elevator? Well, <laughs> obviously your first instinct is to try to get out, so you prize those doors open. Hey, it works. Hold on. Let me solve this puzzle myself. You prize those elevator doors open and find yourself into a room. That would be destroying something, Danny. I press the open door button. <clears throat> it doesn't work. You prize the doors open. I suffocate in the elevator. <laughs> I've already prized the doors open. I suffocate myself. You I get out into this room in the corner opposite you. There's a large desk. L-shaped? No, just rectangle. And it has on it a high-tech looking computer and a world map. Is this an Apple or a PC? Neither. It's it's completely self-made. Oh, wow. Is it made out of like sticks and twigs and stuff? No, no. It's it's You haven't examined it yet. self-made. He made it out of his own body. Oh, gross. It's it's like skin. He's just curled up on the desk. Like those Holocaust lamps. (laughs) So uh, stretching along the wall beside it, there's... Uh, another big desk. It's like a DIY chemistry lab. On the other side of the desk, there's a large bookcase and a small bed. Uh, single or double? Single. Or double. Small bed. King single? Sure. Is it a Murphy bed where it sort of like comes out of the, the wall? Definitely not. Oh. But then a funny feeling comes over you. In the center of the room, there's a chair with a coil of rope beside it. Like oh, it's been no. used for tying someone up and torturing them. On the wall closest to you is a series of five photos, but they're hung in less of a family memories sort of way and more of a stalkery, murdery, murder way. So not in a, I'm figuring out and I've got little strings of twine in between each photo. No, not so much. More like uh, very small daggers are holding them up. Oh, Oh. all right. That's pretty murdery. Now, to your left Mm -hmm. is a pedestal and sitting on it is a stationary robot hand. Just behind that, there's a a trunk sort of thing, a trunk on the ground. And you suspect from the look of it that it's a weapons case. (laughs) It's a weapons case. And one more thing that just beyond that in the very corner is a costume rack. Oh, nice. Can I dress up like Jimmy Ragaletto? Sadly, this is not the costume of Force of Nature. Oh. This is the costume of Viperion, ah. the most heinous hero massacringest person this side of the planet. Force of nature is Viperion. Well, let's just... I'm pretty sure you just done screwed up. Yeah, we're mm. in Viperion's lair. So now you're in somewhat of a sticky situation because oh, okay. you don't want to be here when Viperion returns, but you have no idea how to get the elevator working again. And, well, 
You might have failed in your search for Force of Nature's lair, but Viperion is an expert at disseminating the identities of heroes and tracking them down to kill them. So you might be able to get the information you need to still get that reward money. So what you would need for that, obviously, would be Force of Nature's real name and maybe where they live, since clearly you failed at doing that this time. But whatever you're going to do, I would suggest you do it fast. So there are a whole bunch of things that you can look at, obviously. Go for it. I examine the robot hand pedestal. Yeah, what does it look like? It's a prosthetic. You can tell that from looking at it. It's you know, pretty impressive, but it's not as technologically up to date as those ones that look like a real hand. This is very roboty. At the wrist of it, there are two small buttons. One of them is labeled neutral. The other is labeled grip slash release. Ooh. But pressing them won't do anything because as you look at the back, you notice there's a small gap in the wiring. I put the bit of extra wire that I had in my pocket before I came into the room. We haven't described our character's backstories. <laughs> uh, Tim is a extra wire salesman. He walks around. That's his life. Well, that's my alter ego. My superhero alias is Force of Nature. <laughs> oh my god, we solved it. We solved the whole so I'm puzzle. playing this from the inside to discourage you from... Uh, from no finding out my real identity, but I've also prepared a second fake identity, which we'll now find in this uh, escape room. And that is, I'm putting my foot down, that is canonically what's happening This here. is eye-opening for me. Yeah. Definitely. So the hand doesn't function. It does not we function. Can't, if we, can we remove the hand from the pedestal? Sure. Is okay. this robot hand just a, a ends-of-the-wrist robot hand? Yeah, it goes about halfway up the forearm. And it's oh. not wearable, is it? Oh, no, it would have to be it's for someone who doesn't have an arm. See, but. now that to me would be a robot arm, but but we can get into this off air. No, a robot arm needs an elbow. Huh? Robot arm needs an elbow. That's a great country western <laughs> song. It is not a robot arm, it has an elbow. It's just, then, then it's just a hand on a stick. Um, Alright. Uh, okay, so we know taken. we've got a hand, we need some extra wires. Here, here's a question. Is, does Viperion... Like, do we... We know Viperion... Is Viperion known news, for having... Having a robot a hand? No. However... Yeah. One of the big five heroes is. Oh no, this is Prostheso's hand. Ah, uh, Prostheso, the terrible android. <laughs> um, uh, which, which one is that? I told you, it's Prostheso. So, um, okay, next we've got this weapon trunk. Sure. You go over to it, it's locked. Viperion's a responsible weapons owner. Is go it on. like a key padlock? It is a six-letter combination code. Christ. <laughs> six-letter. I put in weapon. It does nothing. Damn. <laughs> safe didn't work for the safe in the last episode. How many letters are in Prostiso? <laughs> <laughs> so what else is there in this room? Uh, can we go check this chair in the middle? Uh, you approach the centre of the room, and as you do so, you become aware of a faint humming in the air. You reach out with one hand for the rope or the chair, and you instantly draw back in pain. Something Ooh. burns you. Something that you can't see. There's some kind of barrier there. Oh my gosh. All right, there's a... Force field around the rope chair. I push Bill into the force field. He screams ouch and leaps back. Ouch. Who screams ouch when they get hurt? <laughs> Me. That's weird. When Just I said happened. don't break anything, I would included hope that went without other. saying right. that it included each other. I'm going to try force F in the six letter code lock. Nothing happens. All right. Okay, so we've got the chair. The chair is in a magical force field. Do you want to go check this computer? Uh, yes. <laughs> Good. We go and check this computer. Also, like stated before, Viperion's clearly designed this themselves. It's impressive. It's super modern. It's fancy. It's got a flat screen, a touch screen. It's probably got a holographic screen I somewhere the screen. in there. I grab the robot hand and touch the screen. Unfortunately, when you try to click anything, it oh. just prompts you to give a password. 
How many? Oh, okay. There is a post-it note stuck to the keyboard. Oh, come on. He's oh, what a is super villain. What does the post-it note say? Uh, it's a very cryptic message. It says, All city dwellers forsake honor. Justice keeps losing more often. Perfect. Um, that's obviously some form of cipher because I feel like a supervillain would do a better job than saying justice keeps losing more often. No, no, look, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a, another acronym. Um, it, the, the password is mop. You foiled it! Damn! I type that exact post-it note word for word into the password into the thing. After you get to about 15 or so of those Ooh, letters, it see? just it just cuts off because you can't fit. So we know the password's under 15 letters, so I've got, got us a clue. That's a clue. That's a clue. Which is a bit more than... It's it's two and a half times the six-letter combination lock of the ah, weapons track. Ah, this is a clue. Write it yeah. down. Put it yeah. in your clue book. Yeah. So we take the books. What books? Uh, on the, the shelf. Bookshelf. Oh, okay. You check the bookshelf. All right, it's no packed, but very neatly so. There's nothing out of place, nothing spilling out. Each shelf is completely full, except for the very top shelf. There is a oh. single thin space between thick, fancy, so science-y book books. Um, it books, must be Viperion's favourite. Are any of these books of note? They seem to be off, like, largely chemistry-related books. Does he have a copy of Mein Kampf? He's Not that you can villain. immediately spot. All right, Maybe good. that's the favourite one that's missing. Ah, well, yeah, he reads it every night I don't think, it, I don't think it's a big book. <laughs> you check the bed. We check his bed because I think he reads it every night in bed. All right. Well, you don't find a book in the bed. Under his pillow? You look around. I lift his pillow. It's a small, it's not a very well-kept bed, so when you do that, like, a couple of straight hairs fall off the oh, pillow. we need to be specific. I gather and collect the hairs. Fair enough. All right, so um, my inventory It's a, You know how beds have four posts often? Yes. This one, clearly not well-kept. One of the posts has completely been snapped off. It's oh, nowhere wow. that you can see, but it's now a three-poster bed. Dang. That's not going to go well. So there's nothing, if I lift the mattress, there's nothing under the mattress? Not that you can see. If I sh- take the sheets and I sh- shake those sheets, maybe another hair or two. But oh, okay. right. how many? How many have I got now? I'm going to put six. Six hairs. Right. This is this is usual. Anything under the bed? If I look under with my with my human eyes, on the underside of the bed, you see something written in marker. It appears to be some sort of code. Ooh. Ooh. I bet it's less than fifteen letters. What is the code? Well, it starts with a question mark. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then there is a capital F, mm-hmm. another question mark, mm-hmm. a capital N, mm-hmm. a capital Y, and a capital Z. Well, force of nature's nature's. So, so I'm presumably mark, we're going F, to. Mark, N, y, Z. I'm assuming. What is this? This is six letters. It might be the weapon case. No way. It's a six-letter code. Nah. But we need those question marks. I'm assuming it is not the password with the actual question mark characters as well, part of the password. Well, we don't. We should never assume I type it in question marks and all into the password. Wait, is it, are you, you're into going the for computer the computer password. now? To the computer. Well, I assume there's not a question. Password incorrect. I assume there's not a question mark setting on the lock. There is not. Marker. It's all letters. All right. I picked the letter that looks most like a question mark. What would you say that is? Like hmm. a Q? Oh, well, a seven. Oh, not a Q. But that's not a letter. Yeah, I'm going to go. No, maybe no. Maybe a Y? Maybe Y looks like a question mark. But then he wouldn't have put the Y in the code. Oh, that's so I'm true. I'm going to get QFQ and Okay, let's move on. We have a vague timeline. Right, that right. being life itself. Mm. Um, I check the costume rack. The costume rack. Le rack. You costume. go up to it. Now that you get a closer look, you see this must be Viperion's backup costume. Because clearly he's out wearing it right now. Yeah, presumably. It's still sturdy and all of that, but... 
stitching is a bit crappier. It's just not as impressive as his usual one. It's made up of a chest guard, some gauntlets for the arms, a cape, and a cowl that covers the entire head. I assume it's snake thing. Don't you dare put that costume on. I rifle through its pockets and also the inside of like the gauntlet, the the, the helmet, the chest piece. Yeah, I don't well, put the costume on. That's a waste of time. So uh, the chest guard part looks like it could open up. And when you look to where the that right ribs are, there's bad. a little panel. And there's a screen there that says, insert biological sample to activate. I definitely don't put this costume on now. <laughs> <laughs> we need to go find some other bot. No, wait, I'll stick his hair in there. Oh, yeah. I put his hair into the chest guard. <laughs> I'm a genius. <laughs> you hear a satisfying Yes. <laughs> and the chest of the suit swings open. <laughs> Oh my god, what's inside? Hair, just, just hair flies everywhere. Yeah. It's just a big bundle of hair. I only put one of the pieces of hair in there. I've so kept the other five. There's a secret compartment inside and it contains a slim book. So good at this. It's called... <laughs> that was my oh, idea. I, I bet this is my compartment. I kept the hairs. You were like, oh, that's powder. It's called Bulletproof Books for Protective Purposes. Cool. I immediately put the book into the missing slot in the bookcase. You feel a momentary shudder under your fingertips and the entire bookcase begins to swing oh, open. Oh, I'm so good. It's a full-on Scooby-Doo-like secret door. Except oh, you, don't put, you don't pull a book to oh, open it. Geez. You put one back in. I, I momentarily make and eat a giant sandwich bigger than my body. <laughs> you find yourself staring into a vault. It's full of cabinets, cupboards, and all of them are labelled with the names of various world currencies. There's dollars, yen, rupiah, there's everything. Mm. There is one area that catches your eye. It's in a whole cupboard that's labelled Frank's and there's a shelf that's empty. I am putting down Frank as a possible first name for Force of Nature. <laughs> Frank of Nature, that's yeah. it. <laughs> what country are we in? Australia. America. Sure. Australia. America. Oh, we're in Australia. Australia. <laughs> we're canonically Australian. I pocket all the Australian money. That seems like a reasonable suggestion. So he's probably gone to Frank. Which is how much, roughly? Like in the Australia draw? Three bucks. I, after this hairs thing, I'm not letting anything go. <laughs> He's, well, since Viperion is here, he doesn't want to draw too much attention in the country that he lives in. So yeah. there's actually only a couple of hundred bucks. Oh, oh Are we nice. sharing that way? Hold on, are we supporting <laughs> that? It was my idea. I mean, if you're really going through it, you'd find the one that's got the best exchange rate. Yeah, I take all the rest of the money. Good luck getting scammed by the banks. Anyway, all right, so the Frank's cabinet is missing. It's cleared out. So he's presumably, someone's gone to some kind of Frank country. Mm. What country? Oh, there's a world map. Oh, okay. Not that that means anything, but we need to know who used Franks. Well, let's look at the world map. Maybe he's written something on it, like his like, secrets. Oh, I use Franks here. Yeah. I'm Viperion. So you go to look at the map. We go to look at the map. Uh, Viperion has left a lot of scribbles and notes all over it. You can see that several cities have been circled. Edmonton, Canada has been circled. Mm-hmm. Oh, they use the Frank. Rosario, Argentina has been circled. Lyon, France has been circled. They used the Frank. Did they? Is that where Franks were? France? I want to think so. Ben Switzerland is circled. Oh, they have Franks. Swiss Franks. Swiss Franks. And Netanya Israel. So he circled these cities. Now, now Swiss <laughs> Switzerland does have Swiss Franks. I don't know if they still do because they're not part of the European Union. So maybe they are they Switzerland? I thought they're part of the economic group, not the union. I don't know. Who cares? Uh, Israel. Is Israel, changed. to my knowledge, uses the shekel. Anyway, moving on. Um, so. I go into the bookcase and check the shekel drawer. Yeah, what's in the shekel drawer? There are shekels. I suggest you continue. Yes, okay, so hold on. So what have we got so far? We've checked the chair. It's got a force field. We've yep. checked the 
the hand, it doesn't turn on. We've checked the costume, which is has the book in it. Um, we've taken the book to the bookshelf. Bookshelf is opened. There's a bunch of cash, but there's no francs. Maybe it was just where he kept his hot dogs. True, true. For God's sakes, keep so finding I, stuff. I, I checked we the, the wiener's <laughs> cabinet. <laughs> we went to the world map. World map has six places, or five places marked off. Maybe Burns Switzerland. I'm not sure. What was uh, the first one? The, I missed the first one. Uh, the first one was Edmonton, Canada. Let's check out this chem lab. The benches here look like something out of one of those crime shows where you know that they don't know anything about chemistry. There are empty conical flasks and test tubes, and there are three huge beakers. One of them's full of a red liquid, one a blue liquid, and one a yellow liquid. Oh no, we're gonna make purple. Away. I take a quick sip from the red one. Oh, don't do this. Believe it or not, my playtesters did the same. Yeah. Oh, don't do this. It tastes foul and you regret your actions instantly. I try the other two. Similar results. All right, they're, they're not drinks. Mm-hmm. Red, green, yellow? Red, blue, yellow. Red, blue, yellow. So those are our three colored conical flask containers. Anything else noteworthy in this chem lab? It's just Not sort of particularly, stuff. no. Okay. Oh, oh, and we haven't checked out these photos. I'm going to walk over to the photos on the wall. Sure. So there are five of them stabbed to the wall a bit savagely. They're candid shots. The subjects clearly had no idea that they were being watched. And each photo is of a very different looking subject. The photo one, it's a woman with glasses and long blonde hair. Mm-hmm. Second one is a man with an earring and long blonde hair. Mm-hmm. Photo three is a woman with glasses and short brown hair. Okay. Photo four is a man with short brown hair. Mm-hmm. And photo five is a woman with a necklace and long brown hair. It feels like we're going to have to play some kind of guess who scenario here. We'll be like, force of nature doesn't have glasses and he does have hair, but is he a woman? Who knows? Are you, are you Michael? Oh, I win. Let me ask the most pertinent question. Mm. These people are all white. No. In that unclear. case, props to you. <laughs> We're not clear. Uh, unclear. Some of them are just, you know, they're shadowy sort of pictures. Ah, you sure. know that, you know that, um, you know those optical illusions where you take like a square that's black and then you like move it and now it looks white and now it looks black and now it looks white and you're like, oh, wow, human eyes. Everyone in these pictures are like that. Oh, there's so one it's, like, woman, it's like that dress. Though. Yeah, there's one woman who's who's probably blue and white skinned. Yeah, yeah. But maybe she's yes. yellow and These people black are ethnically ambiguous. And based on the drawings that I drew in my notebook, not very human looking. Oh, interesting. Oh, good. Rather pointy. Um, does any of them have any physical things that may out them as a superhero like being... Honestly, they're not great photos. You no. pretty much get a bust shot. I'm surprised I can make out the dude's earring. <laughs> it, must be, it must be like a hoop. Can I quickly try just on the computer password? Just put in burn. Put in burn. Password incorrect. Now that you have What's attempted that? three incorrect passwords, Uh-oh. an option for a hint comes up. Ooh. Oh, uh, first off, what was the burn thing based off? Because the he's city got in Franks Switzerland, and there were Swiss francs at some point. Oh, yeah. Um, what's, I, the hint? what's the hint? Hint is what's missing. Okay, I put in francs. Francs does not work. I put in Prestiso's um, hand. No, I no, put no. In what's the his name? hand. Into... <laughs> what's the name of this book? Uh, bulletproof uh, books and where to find them. Okay, that's too big. That's too long. I put in bedpost. I go bedpost. Enter. It also doesn't work. Wow, there were a lot of missing things in this room. What else is um, missing? Oh, I put in wires. Enter. Also, I put in doesn't wiring. Work. Enter. I try with a capital W. I try all. <laughs> no. Um, it what is warns missing? you that in forty-six more attempts, it will lock you out. I attempt forty-five. <laughs> you do not. Um, all right. So first off, um, just to. Uh, 
you know, not that this strategy of shouting things isn't working. Uh, those five cities are five photos that could be, you know, maybe it's the, the location of each of the five superheroes. So we got to narrow it down oh, and that'll be the be. living location of where Force of Nature lives, maybe. Yeah, maybe. But I checked the costume rack again. What's missing? Look over it to see if anything could be out of place from what I know of Viperion. No, it seems pretty standard. I put Can in I... Viperion. <laughs> Before we walked up to the chair and we got all zap on, yes. zap on. Can I look at the chair? Does the chair look interesting? It's a very splintery wooden chair. Mm. Well, What's missing? He's got the three primary colours in chemistry flasks, but he doesn't have the fourth primary colour, <laughs> so I wrote it in Schmerple. <laughs> we put in Schmerple. So nothing we've seen so far. Just let's look at the weapons trunk because we've got something's missing. That's the yeah. Thing. So we can't get in. We can't see. We can't open the missing. weapons trunk. Mm. No, yeah, but nothing that we've seen so far has had anything to do with number six, has it? No, we haven't had anything that's six. Related. Except for that code. Except for that that, yeah. that, 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 that six letter code. Which let's take a look at that. Frank's Netanyahu's Netanyahu and young why. zealot. Frank no. Netanyahu's young zealot. Is missing. No, um, so there are two letters missing from that, but we don't know what they are. Oh, hold on. Yeah, we might. Oh, do we? How many currency things are there? All currencies. Okay, so that doesn't help. It's not like francs. No, dollars, like yen, and, well, and, and, and Zimbabwe dollars and Zagreb coins. Try to think a little bit more localized. So the clue, the password for the computer. Will be found around the computer. Okay, we go back to the computer. The bed will be found. Well, the bed is all you need for that. The desk, the password for the bed. Uh, The code on the bed and the password for the computer. They will be quite localized to their areas. You won't need to go to other parts of the room. Okay, so let's let's chill with the computer for a second. All right, is is there a cabinet to this desk or any drawer? Uh, When you look around on the underside of the desk, you find two buttons. I press both buttons at the same time. Okay, you hear the sounds of a lot of doors working. First thing you notice, the elevator door opens up again. Woo! We leave. Second thing, you can't see at first where the door that slides open for this one is, but then you notice that a trap door has opened up in the floor just outside the elevator. Looking at it closer, you see it's definitely too deep to jump into without injuring yourselves, but you can see the bottom. There is a scrunched up piece of paper down there. Oh, no! Uh, I want um, it. I... Tie all the banknotes together, <laughs> attach one end to the robot hand, and use it as a fishing line. That's probably and I what we defy need to do. you to tell me. We probably that need that to do work. that eventually, right? right? But we it's not working yet. Okay. So there's a crumpled piece of paper down there. And money is a poor rope lowering into a whole device. <laughs> Isn't it weird that he has a button under his desk to open an elevator door? Does that mean when he needs to leave, he has to like walk out of his he desk just to press run. the button? He has to sprint over. It's over when he has me. esteemed guests. And he wants to give them the greatest luxury. That's, that's no, it's when he pretends to be able to guess when the door's about to go. Like, when mm. he's got companies like, oh, that elevator door's going to go in three, two, one, press the button, bang. Oh, I'm so good at this. And the trap door is right outside the elevator? Yes. So, like, in a way Quite that if you're walking out of the elevator, you walk into the trap door? Because that's pretty funny. <laughs> Please, More or less. go into the You'd elevator. A, like, you're free to go. You yeah. could walk around it, but most people probably wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. They would just walk and fall. All right. Okay. So we we got this piece of paper down there, and it's too way too far to to get. Okay, there were the two buttons underneath the desk and the computer. Mm-hmm. The other thing, there was that post-it note, right? That was all city dwellers forsake justice 
I keeps losing more often. Perfect. For sake of honor. For sake Justice honor. keeps losing more. For sake often. honor. Justice keeps losing more often. Perfect. So something's missing. Is there, there. any Is punctuation it... in that note? Yes, and where you would expect it to oh, be. Just damn it. A <laughs> There's of an upside down question mark at the front. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's, does he's that mean back. the thing that is missing is honor? I put in honor as a keyboard because they've forsaken mm. it. They forsook honor. Fair enough, but it doesn't work. Ah, is Viperion the kind of supervillain to have gadgets in its costume? Like, is his costume purely aesthetic? Whatever. I go over to his costume. I check it for buttons and gadgets. I check the gauntlets. Uh, I check the cowl. I check where the belt is or would be. I check the soles of the feet. The cowl is a bit heavy. It's got. Yeah, it's got a little container at the back of it where something might go in. It's got, you know, a breath modulator, that sort of thing. All right. So I I can open the compartment and see that there's nothing in the cow. It's quite a large compartment, but no, it is empty. I put on the breath modulator. I talk like Viperion to scare Bill. Unfortunately. Oh, I'm so scared. Sounds like it worked. (laughs) Unfortunately, it does not work. Your voice comes out perfectly normal. Ah. And after I'm a still sec- scared. Whoa, oh no, it's a person. Ah. And after a second of you putting the whole cowl on to get this voice modulator going, there's a little beep and a voice in your ear. Ooh, oh, what does the voice say? Nice. Oh, it's Jarvis. I say, uh, Hello, sir. Welcome. Welcome, I, sir. I say, I love you in Wimbledon, Mr. Bedney. <laughs> it says, Modulanium empty. Modulanium replenishment required. I type in modulanium into the computer. <laughs> <laughs> Why are there so many missing things in this room? Uh, uh, modulanium empty, uh, and, and please refill modulanium. That's mm. what it said. Modulanium. Come Shit. on. Fight How do you make on. modulanium? Well, uh, clearly the, the, the colours that we make through the combination of liquid matters, we've got to assume. Yes, yes um, I would assume so. If we have colours to combine, it probably matters what the colours are. Okay, so. We still don't know what's missing. We go back to this computer desk. We look at the map. Is there any country missing from the world map? Nope, it's a normal world map. Are there any cities missing from the world map? Nope. I go based on my knowledge of roads. Focus on the poster. <laughs> uh, okay, I look so at what the... is this? So this is the poster. All city dwells forsake honor. Justice keeps losing more often. Again, I apologize. These puzzles are not easy. Oh. Hmm. Hmm. Is it written just like you'd write something on a piece of paper that the, 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 the writing isn't like... Like, it's not like each word is on its own line, like an acrostic poem. It is not like right. that. You could try writing it like that and see what happens, if anything. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's it's letters of the alphabet with bits missing. It's A, C, D, F, H, J, K, L, M, O, P. Oh, nice. So we're so, missing B. What are we missing? We're missing B, E, G, I, and beginner. I write begin into the computer. The computer loads up. Yeah. There is virtually nothing on the desktop. There are just two icons. One of them says ShivTech and one of them says Heroes. I open ShivTech. It prompts you to enter another password. Uh, I back out of ShivTech and I go to Heroes. When you open the Heroes one, it gives you a huge text document. All right. Uh, I will read this out for the edification of our listeners. Of my five greatest enemies, only force of nature eludes me. But that will change very soon. Nobody has ever unmasked the Big Five before, and certainly nobody's killed one, let alone four. It's taken time and endless deductive reasoning, but I was more than capable and I relish in the memories. As I reminisce, a few thoughts in particular stand out. Jane Ewing was my first kill, far easier than I expected killing a hero to be. Even with those thick glasses, she didn't see my ambush. 
Jane Ewing has thick glasses. Buddy, I'm all over this. Keep going. Pure Platinum, the one with power over metal, should have gotten a haircut. Long hair made grabbing her all the easier. While searching for force of nature, I learned they were blonde. Unlike that Sam Howitz fellow, I actually found myself coming to respect Taylor Prescott. Why? No needless jewellery. It's idiotic what some heroes wear. I remember when I learned that Sam Howitz was the Vulcan vigilante who controlled fire. It was an exciting moment. Before then, I thought he was the Hurricane Master or the Frostbite Phantom and that Maxwell Martin was Vulcan. Ho ho, what a fool I was. And of course, there was the moment I killed Avery Lee, who oh, I'll never forget it. Then, at long last, ah, but I won't write any more here. I doubt anyone will ever read this document, but I'm not foolish enough to risk it. I won't let anyone use my genius to procure that silly reward. So, Viperians from, what, Cardiff? Oh no, that they're Australian. That's my oh. Australian accent. I, I, I did kind of lose my track there. I think Taylor Prescott is the name of Force of Nature. Because we've got two guys only. You don't know Force of Nature's of guy. Those, of those five people. Oh, that's true. Does Force of Nature seem like a guy from what we know of them? Very unclear. They hide it well. Ah, okay. Jane Ewing. Uh, your next person's name is Taylor... Oh, sorry. Sam Howitz. Sam Horowitz. Next. Taylor Prescott. All right. My Taylor Lautner. For next. Avery Lee. Avery Truffleman. Oh, no, wait, sorry. Maxwell Martin. Avery Truffleman and Maxwell, Maxwell Smart. Who's Avery Truffleman? I think a producer for 99% Invisible. Ah. Jeez. Okay, now we also have uh, the uh, heroes. Who well, are the hero names? F-O-N. We've got Force Meister. Fon. Uh, we've got Pure Platinum. Vulcan, Pure Platinum. Vulcan Vigilante. Hurricane Master. All right, we've got Hurricane Katrina. Is that insensitive? No, probably not. And? Uh, Frostbite Phantom. Frosty Frost Frost. I didn't come up with a good name for that one. Not that I came up with a good yeah, name Yeah, you didn't really, yeah. <laughs> then we've got five pictures. So we've got... The woman with glasses and long brown hair. We've got the man with an earring and long brown hair. We've got the woman with glasses. Those were both blonde hair, I'm pretty sure. They were yeah. both blonde. Sorry, blonde, blonde. Yeah. We've got a woman with glasses and short brown hair. Was it specified that it was short? Yep. We've got a man with nothing except for short brown hair. And we've got a woman with... I put an N. Necklace? Does she have yeah. a necklace? Yeah, yes. necklace. Necklace and long brown hair. And And then I'm just going to re-put these hero names. Cool. So, what do we know about love? Jane Jane has thick glasses. So, she cannot be the man. She can't be this man. And she can't be the woman without glasses. Mm -hmm. Pure platinum. Yep. Should have gotten a haircut, implying they had long hair, and is a woman. Force of nature Mm -hmm. is blonde. Sam Howitz. Sam Howitz. Is not blonde. Which means as well, Sam Howitt isn't force of nature. Taylor Prescott is without an earring. Okay, so Taylor and, Prescott. And, uh, presumably a man. Yeah, that's true. Sam. Unless ta- was Taylor intended as a unisex name? Yes. So Sam Howitt's. So this. Because Sam Howitt has to be the man with short brown hair. Sam Howitt's is the Vulcan vigilante. Sam Howitt's is the Vulcan vigilante? Yeah. Cool. I'm getting this done. Yeah. Maxwell Martin, you can obviously cross out all the yeah. women. Oh, yeah, that's true. Not Presumably. A woman. Okay, cool. So we know who Maxwell Martin is. Maxwell Martin is the earring man with long brown hair. Blonde. Long blonde hair. Is there anything else we can rule out from there? 
stuff we can roll. Oh, I was just saying, looking at the grid, I can see something. Yes. Oh, good. So nobody else can be the woman with long brown hair and the necklace. So that is Avery Lee. I can't believe all these people are dead. Only force of nature are loose. Well, well, yeah, Force of Ooh, Nature is still Ooh, so right. we know who's not dead. So we know that Force of oh, Nature sure. can't be Jane Ewing, because Jane Ewing is dead. And can't be Avery Lee. Which I already knew. So Force of Nature is... So right now, they're either Taylor Prescott or Maxwell Mart. I the, think you've got all you. I think we've got everything yeah. we can get right. out of this. Okay, good. I will keep these on high end for later. And we are back into the game. I type in about seven random passwords. <laughs> no, ten random passwords into shiv.exe or whatever that was called. So we're just trying to see if it'll give us a I just, Yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm trying oh, to see that one? It... No, that one okay. yeah. doesn't do anything. Fair <laughs> yeah. enough. Yeah, I can see otherwise. I type the password <laughs> into... Um, all right. Now, looking back at that code, that doesn't really line up with but any of the But there might names. be more stuff by the bed, apparently. It's all in that sort of an area. So let's head back over to the bed. Yes. This code we found, this question mark F, question mark N, Y, Z, yes. was, all, was underneath the bed. It was written on the underside of the bed. There's nothing else like on the walls or the ceiling above the bed? No, the only really other noticeable thing besides all the hair that you picked up off the pillow was... Was well, there any more hair there are only There are only three bedposts. I pushed the bed over with my super strength that I've been hiding. Yeah, because well, you're force of nature, we knew this. Um, and look at the base of each bedpost. Yeah, they don't seem remarkable. Do, uh, do the, other, do the other posts come out? No. Um, have we there seen three of them. anything post-like? I uh, go back to the murder photos. I take out the daggers holding each photo. Okay, now we have the photos all splayed on the ground, but we have five daggers. They're not particularly functional. They don't look like they'd do much more than hold up a photo in a wall. Uh, all right, so the code. So we're back at the bed. There are two question marks. Yeah. I just thought, in case anyone had forgotten. That question mark, F, question along mark, at home. NYZ. F? New York Z. Um, I, I, uh, I mean, clearly this doesn't spell something. I search, no. I search inside the pillowcase. Did we already do that? No. There is nothing there. I search inside. You the... have everything that you could have for this. Okay. Really? Mm-hmm. We don't think right. I have anything. It's a bedpost. I knock on the bedpost. And does it go, G, 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 G. You have everything. All right. So we've got question mark, F, question mark, N, Y, Z. And we know that there's a missing post on the bed, but there's six things. There's six Okay, let's sequences. let's rather than look, let's see if there's a way of interpreting yeah. F and N and Y and Z. To be one of those ones where they're the opposite letters of the alphabet. Uh, like a Z and is an A. We're not alright. I'm getting a I I have an in, inherent feeling that that's not the answer. <laughs> um front, north, young and Zohan. Yeah, nonsense words stuck together. Uh if I put that into an existing cipher. No, God, no. And there's oh, actually no maths involved. I oh. expressed hatred for something that was about the geometric creation of these letters. So an F is three strokes, an N is three strokes, a Y is two strokes, One, two, and a Z three. is three strokes. Oh. I notice that you both draw your Ys the same way I draw my Ys. Which is, Which two, is two strokes. strokes. Not the same way that a computer draws a Y. How does a computer draw a Y? These so are all capital, like, aren't they? Like that? So it's oh, three one, two, three. Ah, okay. You see my dilemma. So they all have three strokes then? Three, 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 three. So what that other is... letters have three strokes? Okay, uh, A does. A. Are there only two others? Then let's presume they have to be straight, right? Because otherwise B... H. H. Okay, A and H. We put in... We go to the, le- the weapons chest. And we put in A, F, H, N, Y, Z. 
the lock pops off and you swing the door open. Yes, geometric letters. Thank God you hate those geometric letter codes. Oh, I hate geometric letters. All right. There were three bedposts. Three. Oh, yeah, okay. That's sort of a hint. Um, Inside, there's a lot of space for weapons, but it's almost completely empty at the moment, almost like Viperians off using them. The only thing left is an aerosol can labeled Instant Fog. Spray it. Spray it. Be more specific. I spray it at the chair so we can see the laser lines Uh, duck between them. I go... I eat some of the Instant Fog. No, no, let's appreciate some good radio. Look at that sound quality. Look at that folly work. Oh, folly work. You've been going for about an hour. Fog fills the air in front of you. As it spreads towards the chair in the middle of the room, you notice flickering red lights are starting to become visible. It reveals the lasers surrounding the chair in a cage formation. They're shimmering, burning vertical bars from ceiling to floor, roughly a hand's width separating each one. Are there any missing that I could snonk through? About a hand's width between each one. Hand's width. I slide the robot <laughs> hand through the bars. <laughs> okay, can I reach through with my hand? Yeah. Like this, follow Yeah. To grab the rope and go... You have to move very slowly and carefully, but your arm fits through and you can maneuver the rope out. We're going to get the paper. Um, at this point, could I... Tie the rope. Is the rope long enough to reach the bottom of the trap? Yes, it is. All right, can you tie me up? Drop me down. All right, I tie him up and drop him down. That is not going to work. It's right. not going to have that sort of hold. I grab one of the empty beakers from the chem lab, mm-hmm. affix it to the end of the rope, and attempt to, to scoop, to scoop it. That's going to be pretty it hard. It doesn't quite work. It's a fair idea, but... Right. We gonna... need that grabby hand on a rope. We oh, we've got the grab release on one. All right, so we need to find the wire. A bit of wiring. A bit of wire. Is there anything around the around the chem lab section that we could use? Any? any I'm, I'm going off that, uh, you know, stay where you are thing. I just check the pedestal. The pedestal. No, the pedestal is unremarkable. I kick the pedestal. However, there are still some that you haven't really looked at. What have we looked at? Desk. The bed, the desk we've looked at. The bookshelf. We haven't checked the elevator. We go into the elevator. And I, and I rip the panel control off the so wall. So that beeping is still going. The beep, beeping that started. Beep, no, it's angry. Beep. Angry beeping. Oh, sorry. Beep. 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 But apart from that, the inside is like an ordinary elevator. It just has a ground and a basement button. It's got, you know, we can only hold this much weight before How the lift stops working. I don't know. A couple of tons. All right, tell me uh, it's money. got one of those boxes where it's got an emergency phone. I open the emergency phone box. Unfortunately, the phone wire has been cut, but there is a piece of wire sitting loose at the bottom of the box. I take that wire from the box, cool. kind of put it in the in the in the glove. All right, the fingers in the glove twitch to life for a second. I press the open and close forever button. It makes the fingers ball up into a fist, and then several seconds later, it starts to slowly open. Then several seconds Wait. later, does that again. I, that still, to me, seems like a terrible thing for a prosthetic to. <laughs> You know, it's setting. not top of the line, yeah. I grant yeah, you. It was a $20 uh, prosthetic from the from the local prosthetics store. I, I push Bill aside perilously close to the lasers, tie the hand to the rope while it's still in grab mode and grab that piece of paper. All right, the rope is long enough that the hand comfortably reaches down to the bottom of the hole, fingers I, grab the piece of paper, you hurriedly pull the as, rope up. As I'm pulling it up, I slip and drop the rope and hand oh, into the chapter. Oh, no. She no. said don't lose things. All right. Ugh. The piece of paper as you unfurl it is as follows. Oh no. 
This is the shutdown password for your ShivTech computer laser system. Please memorize after reading and discard this letter for security purposes. Your password is scrambled below. N-H-I-R-E-R-G. I was going to read it out phonetically. Nahireg. Nahireg. All right, that's good. So that's a scrambled password. All right. Um, We've got to anagram that banagram. Banagram is a swear word in the anagram community. Duh. It means... Right. What is it? Let me write it out. Uh, N-H-I-R-E-R-G. Okay. It could be... I type Reggie Hen. Like a royal chicken. does not seem to help. Alright. Yeah, I didn't say what I I typed into my phone. Uh, I think this is a fake clue. Because I've unscrambled it to the word herring. Are you sure it's not Reggie Hen? (laughs) Well, unless there's some other scrambling. I'll just check first. I'm going to go to the ship and try and put in herring. It doesn't work. Ah! But herring. (laughs) Herring. Is a uh, anagram. Okay. It's a fake clue. It's unscrambled to herring. It's a trick. We're, we're, I've wasted so much time and being given a fake clue is really just going to take all the momentum out of me. Maybe um, that's his name. Maybe he says, your clue is scrambled below. Oh. New Hreg. Well, was, was anyone's name an anagram with herring? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I type in the word red. No, that does not work. Okay. What's another word for herring? Fish. I mean, why do we even want to shut off the lace? It's an old chair. So oh. I, I pointedly tear up the bothered. piece of paper. No, don't tear it up. <laughs> so uh, what was it in the weapons trunk again? Just the can of instant fog. And nothing else. Nah. Come on, dude. He, get some he weapons. Took all, he, no, he's clearly taken them out. He's on a killing spree I, right I, now. I, 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 I pour the red stuff. I'm still going off red herring as word association. I pour the red stuff alone into the modulanium. It doesn't work? It does not work. Okay. What are you doing right now, Billy? Trying to think of other unscramblings of it. Or is it just herring? I think it's just herring. Why would you do this to us? Alright. Okay, um, what else can we do with a... Piece of paper. Oh, hold on. There's a typo here. What? Shutdown. This is the shutdown Oops. password. Is Must that a mistake? mistake. Oh, that's just an actual typo. Right. <laughs> what? You put an M instead of an N at the end of shutdown. Okay, so what else is interesting about that piece of paper? Shiv tech. You're right. Shiv tech. Computer laser system. Computer laser system. Please memorize, memorize after, after reading. reading. Discard, discard this letter, letter for security, security purposes. purposes. Your, Your password, password is... I type in scrambled below. Oh! <laughs> the buzzing in the air is silent. Yeah! You turn the lasers off. Oh, no. But he didn't create it. <laughs> well, then I... That was the one ShivTech gave him. I write it. Struck me by the letter to shift tech on the back of the map that I'll take with me when we go. Um, <laughs> all right, uh, so we turn off the lasers, right? Yep. Right. I go and sit in the chair. You do so, it creaks. Ooh, I, I get spooked. Um, I, all right. Um, Flip the chair. Flip it. Yeah. On the underside, you see there is a message scratched into the wood. Boy, he sure likes putting things on the undersides of things, doesn't he? <clears throat> this one says, oh, gee, he really scratched this. <clears throat> He's gone for now. But he'll be back to finish me off at any moment. It's all over for me, but I'm writing this with my earring. It's my earring. There's no silent H at the start of that word. Just in case Force of Nature is trapped here after I'm gone. Force of Nature, I'm warning you, this Vipirion is serious business. He's killed all the others. My wind power was useless against him. And I can see pure platinum's hand over there like a sick trophy. If you somehow get out of this laser cage... To make the elevator work, you need to go inside and say the name of his last victim. I guess that'll be me. But it has to be said in his voice, 
That's the only thing that triggers it. Good luck. The world needs you. All right, so. We need some more stuff. Things that uh, hit me straight up. Whoever wrote this, the guy with the earring is Hurricane Master. Why is the guy with the earring Hurricane Master? Because he said wind power. Oh, this person has their earring and they have wind power. So yeah. they must be Hurricane Master. Okay, so Hurricane Master will be the earring dude. We know who the earring dude is. The earring dude is Maxwell Martin. So Maxwell Martin is the Hurricane Master. I guess so. Let's assume this. And you can cross and that And isn't, because well, we know that, we already knew that now, oh. even without this, because it's not Force of Nature, who mm-hmm. they're addressing, and it's not the Fresh Prince, or Frostbite Phantom. Okay, we didn't know that. Yeah. It's probably not the Fresh Prince. Oh, we know who Force of Nature is. Oh, great. Taylor Prescott. Taylor Prescott. Taylor Prescott is Force of Nature. We solved it. Taylor Prescott right, is Force of Nature. So now all we need to do is find their address and then we can leave once we figure out how to get the elevator to go by stealing the breath modulator, and etc. Maxwell Martin is the hairy man, Hurricane Master. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maxwell Martin has the earring. Solving any further is just for your own satisfaction. Well, yeah, let's do it. Um, Force of Nature yeah. is a woman with glasses and long brown hair. Blonde. Long blonde hair. Cool. All right, so we've got the name. We've got one half Jane of Jane Ewing is a woman with glasses and short brown hair. That's great. Uh, so the last thing we need to find out... Taylor U- Jane Ewing is Frostbite Phantom. So the last thing we need to find out... Pure Platinum, Avery Lee is Prostheso. Avery Lee is a woman with a neck and long brown hair. Excellent. Well great. done. We know everybody. We've solved all crimes. That's a billion dollars. That's a billion dollars right, for solving uh, all so everything. The next thing we need to do is find out where they lived. Uh, their their home their address rather. Oh, we know. We can just look that up at the the city archives. Okay. Are we good? Can we leave? All right. Well, we need to find. You need way to out. get out. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Um, now, what was that? So, we know how to make the elevator work. We need, we need to, to go, go in. inside and say the name of his last victim. I guess that'll be me. Yeah, Maxwell uh, Martin. But it has to be said in his voice. That's the only thing. So that we need to it. fix the modulation. Uh, I go over to the chem desk and check the underside. <laughs> <laughs> this one is clean. Uh, Maybe okay. a bit of gum, but uh, anything written on any of the lab equipment. No, it's We've very just got the only thing really of note is these three vines. Yes. Yeah. All right. I get a couple of clean conical flasks, and sure. I just try and do a blue and a blue and a red in yeah. one, a blue and a yellow. I mean, red and a yellow. Yeah, sure, they mix, but cool. you don't even know what modulanium is. So how do you know how close you are to getting yeah, this right? Yeah, might be a metal for all we know. All right. How do we find about? I go back. There are books about chemistry on the bookshelf. I go back to the bookshelf and I look if anything's like Modulanium and Me by Viperion. Very close. You find one on the bottom shelf that is called Modulanium: The Secret to Modulating Your Own Success. There's a gold liquid on the front, and the first chapter is all about extracting pure liquid modulanium from its natural compound. All right. You scan the pages, and obviously, being a chemistry genius, you understand them and you simplify it for your companion. Basically, you'll need one cup of red liquid, two cups of orange, and one cup of green. I ask you to simplify it further. Okay. Two cups will be red. So that's fine. No mixing involved. Mm -hmm. I take something that has enough capacity for all these cups, and I put in two Mm -hmm. cups worth of red. Okay. Done. Then what we needed was... Green and orange. Okay. We've set the two reds aside. To get orange, I'm going to... No, sorry. No. I've got one cup red, two cups orange, one cup green. Cool. I put in one cup of red. Mm -hmm. That's done. Okay. We need one cup red, two cups orange, two cups green? One cup green. One cup green. One cup of red is easy. Red goes in, bang, that's to the side. Orange, we need to take one cup of red, one cup of yellow, mix those together separately. That gives us two cups of orange. Stick that baby into the jar. Mm -hmm. Then we need one one cup cup of green. Green Green is... Blue and yellow. Blue and yellow. So we take one cup of the blue. Mm -hmm. Oh, we take half a cup of the blue. I don't know what measuring implements I have, but half a cup of blue. Half a cup of yellow. Chuck them together. Then I got 
Green, put it in. Got modulanium. What do I need to do next? Well, through the miracle of science, the mixture shines bright gold just like the cover of the modulanium book. Sweet. We go back to that modulanium mask and we go... And we just fill it. Just fill it with modulanium. And we do the cap, put the cap back on. It's remarkable that it could fit this many cups of liquid in it. We don't but need to put it, it all in there. And then, and then we put it on your head. The mask is alive with power now. The sound of your breath comes out deep and intimidating. And if you speak, the modulated voice of Viperion echoes through the room. I say quotes from Star Wars. Fair enough. <laughs> Which are? Be specific. Um, my playtesters also did this. Uh, I say, Misa Jaja. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it comes out extra terrifying. Uh, anyway, I then walk into the Misa elevator Jaja. and I scream at the top of my lungs, raw and bloody, Maxwell Martin. Which sounds I'm like I'm going to need a demonstration. Misa Maxwell, <laughs> Misa Maxwell Martin. The angry beeping in the elevator stops for a second. There's total silence. Then a deep rumbling shakes the elevator into action, and before you know it, you're back at street level. You're free from Viperion's clutches. However, you probably can't say the same for force of nature. Viperion's gone with their money and their weapons, and they know the identity of all of the heroes, four of which they've already killed. You may be able to go and get your reward for identifying her, but if she turns up dead tomorrow, it may not be much good. They may not be so inclined to do it, so... Maybe you can also help her in some way. Let's run to the police. Let's say, police, uh, give us a reward quickly because we know that Force of Nature is Taylor Prescott, but also she's in trouble. Let's go. And then we all jump into their police cars and their tanks because it's America now. And they have like mad cool police tanks. And we go and we fight by period. Where are you going? I don't do any of that. Burn. We're going to burn. I don't do any of that. I run into the town square and I start... Uh, doing embarrassing things in Viperion's costume, <laughs> ruining his public image. I, I, I get the police to all go to burn together whether he needed his pranks. We go to burn. As the police tend to do. The police all fly to burn. Mm. You uh, run into an Interpol agent. Uh, and in, and, in we, and we save Taylor Prescott. I imagine that you managed to save Taylor Prescott by revealing her identity to the world. Hey, Taylor Prescott. Hey, sorry, Taylor. Can I just... Uh, I saved your life. Get out of here. So, well done, you self-serving monsters. I'm also going to get a million. I'm going to get a Viperion is horribly humiliated. Yeah, nice. I didn't do any of that stuff. You ruined it for everyone. Well, congratulations. We did it. You want to know what my playtesters did? My playtesters found Taylor Prescott on Facebook and alerted her there. What losers? And that then, seems bla- like lacks- then blackmailed her for life afterwards. That seems like the, it's missing a certain sense of urgency when yeah. someone's going yeah, to like, kill you. Who, are, who answers Facebook messages? They'll be like, sorry, fighting crime. Oh, I'm dead. Hashtag dead. Honestly. All right, congratulations, we did it. Well Yay. done, you finally made your way out. All right. Is that as brutal as I promised it was? Yeah, that was more difficult. Mm. I liked it. Logic puzzle I haven't done in a long time, mm. so that was nice. It was really fun. How do you like it, Tim? Your password is scrambled below. That's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was great. That worked out really well. Yeah, I don't know I'm what our sure time was in the end. I still never timed them. I go back and no, I time them in, in the Because past. of all the pauses to write well, things down, I'm, you I'm, have to. I'm sure it comes out to about eight minutes of edited material. Uh, yeah. There'll be... You'll only... Now, audience at home, you'll only hear about eight minutes. That room, it took us like an hour and a half. 68 minutes and 38 seconds. That was great. Thank you for coming on and doing that. I think no that was really fun. Oh, on Facebook or Wooshka, look up The Comfrey Hour, which is my podcast slash Surge Radio program. 
Generally, yeah. it's probably a bit more graceful to wait for me to ask you about that. Otherwise, it seems like you're just jumping Bill, in. Bill, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Yes, I do, actually. My brother, Patrick, he has a podcast called The Comfy Hour, uh, which is also a Surge radio show if you're in, I don't know how... 9 to 10 a.m. Thursday, go on to Surge FM, click listen. Now, if I remember correctly, I think it's 9 to 10 a.m. on Thursdays. If you go to Surge radio website and you can click listen and listen into that. Otherwise, you can find it on Wishka if you go to Wishka slash shows slash The Comfy Hour. Yeah, and The Comfy Hour is like hyphens in between it. Yeah, you should listen to it, Tim. You'd really like it. Pat's a pretty cool guy when he's on these episodes. So all that's left now is the hints for what next week's episode is Yeah, Danny, give us a preview. The next week's room includes a lot of mirrors mm-hmm. and a kitchen that is barely used. You made it through the bad times, you made it through the good, you always knew you could.